is a special message to my listeners from Historian Splaining. A historian tells you why everything you know is wrong. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, my last lecture, uh, The Myths We Make, dealt with historical myth-making in a general sense, and I used the story of the so-called First Thanksgiving as an example. And that lecture gave me an opportunity to go back to really the original concern and idea that this podcast started off with, which was historical myths and the sort of representations and misrepresentations of the past that shape how we see the world around us today. And I'm going to go back and delve into that theme more as much as I can. So I'm going to take this moment to give a little brief update on how this podcast has progressed, how it's gained and reached new audiences over the past few months. I will then give a little forecast about what I plan to do with it going forward. And finally, I'll have a question for all of you to think about for yourselves or answer if you want to. So this podcast, as I've said before, has gradually grown. And basically over the period since last September, the podcast has been getting between 1,200 and 1,900 plays a month, each month on SoundCloud, right? So SoundCloud gives me the statistics on how many listeners it's been getting. I don't know about other platforms like downloading from iTunes. But in my SoundCloud statistics, I've been getting averaging about 50 to 60 plays a day with fluctuations. And it's expanded to new audiences that it didn't reach before uh, around the world. So the majority of my listeners still are, of course, in the United States, where there's been a total now over the past 11 months of over 9,000 plays, uh, followed after that by Great Britain and neck and neck Australia and Canada. After that, there are 15 other countries that have had at least 40 plays each, which I take as an indication that there's at least one regular listener on SoundCloud in each of those countries. And those other 15, after the US, Britain, Australia, and Canada, are Sweden, Denmark, Japan, Germany, Ireland, Greece, Croatia, Spain, Brazil, France, Russia, Norway, New Zealand, Israel, and India, right? So all the big English-speaking countries, a bunch of continental European and Scandinavian countries, and also large countries uh, outside of Europe and North America, Japan, India, and Brazil. So the most listened to tracks are the first three on the Middle Ages, followed by Islam 1 and Judaism, what is it, where, and where did it come from? So there seems to be a widespread interest in religious origins. And within those countries, the major cities that have gotten the most plays are in the U.S., Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Washington, and also not far behind them, some smaller cities that appear to have at least one, probably more frequent listeners, including Knoxville, Tennessee, San Francisco, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Seattle, and Baltimore. 
In addition to this, I've been uploading all of the lectures now onto YouTube, and there's a growing audience on YouTube at the same time. So the lectures on YouTube have now gotten a total of over 4,000 plays, including more than 1,000 within the past month. The main countries that have had the most plays through YouTube are the US, Canada, Britain, Denmark, and Greece. And as for actual followers, I have 57 followers now on SoundCloud and 54 on YouTube, and an unknown number through, through iTunes and, and other platforms. So it's been diversifying. I've gotten some feedback, some through my email, also an increasing number of comments on YouTube, a lot of them uh, complimentary or questions, also some weird kooky ones, which I guess is, you know, just part of the game as far as YouTube goes. If you're curious what I mean, you can take a look. And going forward, I'm going to keep producing lectures on the early modern era as I've been doing already and posting them on these various platforms and on Patreon like before, but I might not do them quite as frequently. I'm going to break those up more with some shorter pieces, uh, firstly on important historical myths that come up and are debated in current news or politics as I sort of suggested I would do in the last lecture. I think that the first one of these that I'll do will be on the myth of the Enlightenment and where it came from, what it tends to be taken to mean, what sort of ideological purposes it serves, and why I consider it to be spurious, to be a, a false myth and one that is not historically useful or clarifying and why in my work in the past several years, I've tended to studiously avoid using the phrase the Enlightenment, which I think is a meaningless phrase. So I will explain sort of what I mean by that, hopefully soon within the next few weeks. I'll try to have a kind of myth of the month and keep coming back with at least one of these kind of comments on important historical myths each month. And... Initially, the, the one on the Enlightenment will be posted the same way as other lectures have been before. I'll post it on SoundCloud and YouTube and on Patreon. But others, after that, I will alternate, right? So I will, half of them will be patron only, right? I won't charge patrons for them, but I'll post them on Patreon and they'll be accessible only to patrons. So there'll be a kind of reward, a sort of free reward to patrons. And if you want to access those, you'll need to be a patron, even if it's just for $1, right? Doesn't matter the amount. And I intend also to start other series like that, such as uh, a history of the United States and 100 objects, which I've mentioned before. I'll start those soon. And likewise, I'll alternate them between being posted freely for everyone to hear and being posted on Patreon for patrons only. So all of that being said, in anticipation of the lecture that I hope to do soon on the Enlightenment, I want to put out a question for anyone who hears this track. And it's a question that, that came to my mind many years ago, I think probably more than 10 years ago, which I have occasionally asked people 
in person, you know, friends, colleagues, as a kind of thought experiment and as a challenge, just to see what people would say. And the question is this. If you disappeared one day and reappeared and found yourself in some ordinary farming society around 3,000 years ago, right? So somewhere around 1000 BC, not in a major civilization, not right in Egypt, but just in some normal Neolithic society that has farming, animal husbandry, maybe some basic tools like the wheel, nothing that's beyond your capacity to understand. And if you found yourself plopped down in such a place, what would you do or say to show those people that you know important things and that they should listen to you, right? And when I talk to people about this question, I really push them to be specific, right? Actually think about what you could do specifically with your own knowledge and skills that you have right now that would demonstrate to people that you have important knowledge that they don't, right? And of course, if you're an English speaker, English didn't exist back then, so when you show up there, you're not going to be speaking their language. You may be able to learn their language over time. But that being said, what would you do? So I'm going to leave you to just think about that. If you want to, you can post a response, comment on SoundCloud or YouTube, email me at historiansplaining at gmail.com. Or just think about it for your own benefit, and I'll probably refer back to it and explain why I'm bringing that question up when I talk about the Enlightenment in my next lecture. So thank you so much to everyone for listening, and thank you to my patrons. And soon, I probably will give a more full report about the podcast and the responses I've been getting and who's been listening in a month or so, when we get to the one-year anniversary of Historians Blaming at the beginning of April. So thanks again, everyone, and I'll talk to you again soon. Oh,